Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a performance storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hey, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's one from Tanya Goldberg. So about two years ago, I was driving home from my friend's house. We had a wonderful day. I was driving home on 95 North. And it was late and it had started raining, torrential downpours, um, probably about half of the way through. She lives in Hollywood and I live in, in uh, Boynton Beach. So I'm pretty much all the way home, just one exit away. And I'm driving, you know, speed limit. Um, should have probably been going a little slower because of the fact that it was raining. And so I, I'm driving and all of a sudden I'm sideways Just from one second to the next. My car is going sideways. And next thing I know, I'm hitting the wall and my car landed perfectly in the emergency lane facing the way I would have been driving. Thank gosh that happened because if not, I would have been stuck in the middle of the road or who knows. It was pretty dark uh, at that particular point of the highway where I was at. And there was a, a slick somewhere where I must have, you know, uh, started to hydroplane where other cars were also hydroplaning. So once the initial shock wore off of hydroplaning and hitting the wall and my airbags, you know, deploying, then the next part of the fear set in, which was sitting there, you know, with rain pouring down and cars just flying by me. It felt like the cars were going maybe a hundred miles an hour past my car. Every time a car passed by, my whole car would shake. Um, so at this point, I'm, you know, going through my glove box, getting my information, trying to see how I could call my insurance company. What am I going to do? You know, my car is definitely not drivable. I could barely even open up the, the car door and I'm terrified. I'm terrified that somebody else is going to hydroplane and crash into my car. So my instinct was to get out of the front seat and get into the back seat, put my seatbelt on and hope and pray that nobody hits me. So as I'm sitting back there, I call uh, my insurance company and I'm on the phone with a representative explaining to them what's going on, letting them know my location, trying to find out when... I'm going to be able to receive some type of help. This conversation, which was really not going anywhere and letting me know that nobody was going to be able to come and pick me up, that I would have to get somebody to come pick me up off the side of the highway, because mind you, this happened during full COVID epidemic. They informed me that someone would be able to come out and tow the car for me to my house, but that I would not be able to go in the tow truck with uh, whoever came out because of, you know, COVID restrictions. And so because of that, I would have to have, um, you know, a friend or family member or someone come and pick me up. So I really didn't know what to do. I ended up calling my friend who I just leaving her house who lives in Hollywood. And she's such an amazing friend that she to jump in her car and start, you know, driving my way to come and help me. So while all this is going on, 
on the phone and me calling the representative, calling my friend, getting back on the phone with the representative. Another car actually hydroplaned and was, you know, it, this has all happened like in slow motion. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the phone with the representative and all of a sudden I hear the screeching and I see this car you know, do like a full 360 turn. It's on its way to hit my car and all of a sudden stops just like a foot shy of hitting my car. <laughs> I was on the phone with this gentleman and I screamed bloody murder. I was like hysterical. I was like, I'm going to die out here. Somebody needs to help me. How much longer? I was crying and you could just hear this guy did not know what to do for me. He was also panicking. Honestly, one of the most terrifying moments of my life. The young lady who had hydroplaned in the other car also was pretty terrified because after she stopped, she kind of remained stopped there for, for a little while. She ended up actually pulling over to the emergency lane for a few minutes and then getting out of her car and coming to see if I was okay. I was, of course, hysterical. I told her, I thought you were going to hit me. I thought I was going to be dead. Once I calmed down, she ended up leaving and uh, that it was my time to wait. Thankfully, the tow truck driver actually arrived a lot quicker than I was told on the phone. And he was very nice. Uh, I, you know, once showed up, he saw the issue with the car. I walked over to him with my umbrella and asked him, what were the next steps that, you know, I was told that he wouldn't be able to, to take me in the car uh, with him as well to my location. And so what did I need to do? And he told me, you know, I'm not going to leave you on the side of the road. There's nobody who's going to, there's no Uber driver, taxi driver, anybody like that, who's going to come pick you up, you know, in the middle of 95 North, you know, an emergency lane, that's not going to happen. And I'm not going to leave you out here. So I was able to call my friend back and let her know, you don't need to continue driving all the way up here to save me. This, uh, you know, nice gentleman's going to go ahead and take me home. And it all worked out fine. I, I got home, you know, nothing happened to me. Thank gosh, I didn't have any injuries. It was just all very terrifying and a huge shock. Tanya Goldberg with a story about a frightening incident on the interstate. Michael. If every story we aired had in it somewhere the words, I'm gonna die, I think we'd either be canceled or we'd double the number of listeners. What a story. I, too, was on a spin-out on 95. Luckily, it wasn't that crowded, but it was a mechanical error, and I thought I was going to die. She uses the words fear. She uses panic. She uses different uh, uses of the word terrified, terrifying, terrified. It is such a vivid story that I felt like I was there. The images of the car shaking, we can feel that. We can see that as the other cars go by. The word screeching, the word hysterical. I mean, it is just such a vivid story. Well, I think she did everything right, and and but I don't understand why she had such trouble with the insurance. This is an example of one aspect of storytelling known as the evaluation, and it doesn't mean how good the story is, how bad the story is. It means 
how much do we care based on how bad is the problem? It was late at night. It was pouring rain. She was in the middle of 95. It was a really, really dangerous situation for anybody. I'm sure there were cars hydroplaning all over the place. And at that time of night, I wouldn't have gone out necessarily. I think she has an incredibly good friend to offer to go out. I can understand why the insurance people would say, stay put, we can't bring anybody out. I think that tow truck driver is the hero of the story. Why would he be the hero? Well, I think we have a whole category of stories that are experiences influenced by COVID. This guy had a great excuse for not taking her in the cab. I mean, he, the fact that he came at all in this terrible situation that I just described is a miracle. But the fact that he said, who cares about COVID? I can't leave you at the side of the road. This is too dangerous. The insurance company didn't say that. The tow truck driver says, he said, Uber's not going to come. And her friend, oh my goodness, what a friend. He may have saved her life because you know how in bad conditions it almost happened to her. You're stuck and then somebody else hits you. Well, I'm glad that we put a tow truck driver in a good light. Absolutely. My life has been saved by tow truck drivers before, but I think that's a really good point that you only see many people in jobs in a certain situation. Like if you've had a bad experience with a lawyer, as many people have, you have a feeling about lawyers, but you know, you don't know the other side and you don't know, maybe you haven't met a good one yet. Who knows? And it's the same with tow truck drivers. It's the same with used car salesmen. There are really good people out there. Maybe you haven't had the, the uh, good fortune of meeting one yet. And this story tells us about a really good tow truck driver. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. We'd like to hear more South Florida stories. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Send me a request for instructions, no summary necessary, to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at F-A-U dot E-D-U. Dr. Karen Neal is a performance storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Mike. I'll see you next week. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.